In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. My name is Tony Grebmeyer, special guest for you today. You're going to love this. Uh, she started one of the first automated trash can cleaning services in America. She's got an industry ebook that's getting great reviews and has brought together an online community to share knowledge. Uh, her company has become a distributor for the largest manufacturer of automated trash can and dumpster cleaning services. She believes that the hustle and grind lifestyle that so many entrepreneurs my hands up to, I've come a, just become accustomed to. Um, it, it creates a ton of burnout, anxiety, and family problems. So I'm excited to talk to that, about that today. Her passion is inspiring others in the face of difficult situations. Edwina, welcome to the show. Edwina Adams, how are you today? I'm doing great, Tony. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited. I mean, you know, one of the things that I get uh, a lot of people asking, you don't have a lot of women on your show. How come? And I said, it's, it's not because I just haven't asked. It's I haven't found the right person to talk to today about automated trash cans and cleaning <laughs> services. So I'm excited that we're going to do this. So welcome yeah, first and foremost, before we get started and go up success mountain, I'm going to ask one question. One question only, what is your definition of success? Well, my personal definition is just having uh, knowing who I am in God really specifically and that I was made for a greater purpose. Um, that gives me a peace. So whenever things are difficult and, and no matter what circumstance I have that because emotions change, all, all kinds of things change, but that doesn't been something for your entire life or something that maybe through, an experience, something came up and, and, you know, cause a lot of people when they're growing up, it's like their parents version of God. And they're like, this is what you need to go do. You know, you need to go to church temple. This is what it is. And then for me, I was, I rebelled a little bit against that. And then I, I found God at multiple times throughout my life, knowing that God never left me. I just kind of like stopped turning and talking. And then yeah. he, he stopped uh, in my head, like directing me and I'm like, I'm in charge. And then when I realized I was running the show and it wasn't getting me the results I was looking for anymore, and my life was literally falling apart. I got down on my knees and asked for help. Yeah. Right? That That's pretty much what happened. I was raised in church and, um, enjoyed going. I had my own personal relationship with God. It wasn't anything that was forced, uh, from my parents. I never felt that it was just, Hey, you know, they believed it. And, we went to church and just along the way, I came to my own understanding and um, relationship. However, you know, in my what, 19, 20, I met my first husband and was married in a, in a long-term relationship and a, a seven-year marriage with him. And during that period of time, I really, like you said, kind of turned my back on everything I knew. It's not that God wasn't there and not even that I didn't pray to him, but he definitely wasn't running the show. I was, and 
and you can tell, you know, you could tell by what was happening in my world. It's interesting when, um, you know, and I tell people when I jump on my podcast, I really don't know what the direction we're heading. I kind of like, you know, spirit moves you, you start talking and, you know, um, every time I go to get on stage, I always ask that God may the words be yours and the experience be mine. Right. My, my buddy, Brad uh, Huseman always tells me that. So it helps me to remind myself that, yeah, I've just asked questions and however the conversation goes, I go with it. And with that being said, um, you know, when I was preparing for the show and reading your bio, I was like, an automated trash service. I'm like, I need one of those in my neighborhood because my cans stink if you leave them out there for too long. And yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm excited to learn just first and foremost about that. And then just knowing you through Facebook and some of our mutual friends and just every time I've ever heard you respond, it's always been positive and enlightenment. It's, it's been a, it's been a really sound piece of advice or um, some piece of information. And I just wanted to say thank you for, for doing that and showing up in the thank world you. because you can get really into a pickle on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter and, and, and dragged out into a conversation that is a bunch of time waste. And uh, I just love your positive attitude. And I'm, I'm grateful for the gift today of uh, having you come on and share. And so one of the things I'm going to ask, cause I'm curious is, you know, how did you come about creating a company and then a service all around, you know, automated trash cleaning? Well, yeah. Um, first of all, thank you so much for your compliments. That means a lot. And um, in 2007, my, um, my, who's my husband now, my a wonderful husband, he was, had just started a transportation service and he met this guy from the UK who was in our town and using his transportation service for a couple of weeks and just really funny guy. And we, we get to know Charlie over these two weeks. And he says, Hey, you know, you should start a uh, trash can cleaning service. And we were like, no, uh, <laughs> no, thank you. Why in the world would we ever want to clean a trash can? And he said, no, you don't understand. And he started explaining this um, automated system that they had in the UK and it's been there for like 20 years. And he, and he said, nobody seems to be doing it here. But after the can's been emptied, an arm grabs it, flips it upside down, sprays it out with super hot water, high pressure, and it just disinfects it. And people love it. And, you know, we lived in Texas. And I thought, actually, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I, I was a paramedic at the time. So I thought all the, the bacteria and all the unhealthy things that are in there, we actually could eliminate that. So I, I, told, I told my husband then, I'm like, just um, don't talk about this. Well, I'm going to lock this away and I'm going to do this one day. And it took seven years, but seven years later, I um, enlisted my sister to be my business partner and we started. I love it. The service that comes around our neighborhood, I don't know. I think somebody knows to call somebody once every six months, right? And then I think your cans get cleaned every six months. And I was like, disgusting for one, because I look in like a couple months in and you're like, oh, that bag broke open or I threw it without throwing it in a bag, you know? So the service that you're using, are you working with like uh, the local trash services to get your service out or is it an add-on that they provide? And then when they're cleaning, they say, hey, right, coming right behind today's pickup is a cleaning service to clean your garbage cans. Right, we mostly work with uh, residential customers one-on-one, -on -one, but like, you know, the mayor's used us for years, um, some city council members, different things, but, um, it's not so it's not the city that's hired us although there are some other um people who have started operating in the last couple of years and they have gotten contracts like that so big things are starting to happen 
as the industry is becoming more and more known. Are you good friends or know Joshua Latimer? Yes, love the Latimers. So do you use like their, their tool, like the Send Gym program? I do. I do. I have it integrated with a service autopilot and love it. No, because I'm like, I always like connecting the pieces. I'm like, okay, how did I get you in my network and how did we cross paths? So I'm thinking right. through one yes. of their, their service, yeah. their people. So I, I love it. I mean, that's what I love about being an entrepreneur and being online today's day and age. This is my knock on the door, right? This is mm-hmm. me knocking on your door and saying, hey, I'm Tony. I just live down the road. Love to get to know what you and your husband are up to. And, you know, that's how I played as a kid, right? Now I get to do this as an adult interviewing people and kind of just learning. So how long has the business been around? Uh, We started in um, the summer of 2014. So coming up on six years. After sitting on it for seven years, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was crazy when I did start it. I should have waited even longer or started it earlier. What are some lessons that have showed up for you? Just some things that you learned just trying to, you know, partner with your sister and next thing you know, you're up trying to, to, to run a business. You know, what are some little things that have showed up for you? Well, um, learning because when I did start it, my sister, she's full time with our business now, but her job at the time sent her to Australia for a year and a half. And literally like as our system was being built, she was packing her bags to fly overseas And um, I had a four-month-old and a two-year-old, and we had sold my husband's business, and he had gone back to school full-time, and we just really needed to focus on that, and I supported him in that. So what I learned was I'm not as tough and strong as I think I am, and again, I had to fall back and rely on God and say, okay, okay, it's not me pulling all the strings here. I need to just realize where my strength is coming from and take this maybe slower than Edwina would take it. Yeah, you were talking a little bit in, you know, getting ready to prepare your bio, um, the hustle and the grind lifestyle. So, you know, you were in a totally different field seven years earlier or so before, you you know, as your business kind of is getting to start, you're like, hey, I'm going to pack this idea away. Don't say anything. You wait seven years. Now, mother of two kids that are young and here comes the third baby in the business. You know, now, now this newborn is here and you've got this concept out there and it's growing for you. Tell me some of the things that are the wins that you've experienced running the business, right? Not in charge, right? We, we, we have a belief in God, but what are some wins that you started experiencing? Because it sounds like uh, you became a distributor for the largest manufacturer of automated trash can and dumpster cleaning services. So that's pretty big and you've got a, a really good ebook. What are some other things that you're experiencing? You know, I think first and foremost would be that we've been in line with our mission statement, which literally when I wrote it, it was weird. I, I, it just, I sat down to write a mission statement because I thought it was important. And everything that came to mind that talked about keeping a trash can clean and being the best service provider, all that just was just crap. And, and I, I wouldn't even use my ink to write it. And finally, I just started writing and I, I wrote out that our mission statement was to give to those in need and to provide jobs within our community and that we would accomplish this by being a leader in a unique industry and by being humble in our service to, up, to others. So I, my sister's in Australia and I email her and I'm like, hey, I wrote this mission statement and I know it says nothing about trash cans, but what do you think? And she was like, I love it. And now that's exactly what we're doing and we've done that along the way we have just um our hearts are both in helping other people 
I have, I never thought I would have little old ladies on the phone crying because they were happy that their trash can was clean. Mm. They tell me that they're disabled and it stays in their garage and they have nobody to clean it. And it was just miserable before. And I've had multiple people tell me things like that. It's just strange. So I didn't know that trash cans would be so um, emotionally charged in. Uh, well, if you uh, had a chance to be in my household, they're, they're used daily because I had two growing boys. Now they're off of college. Um, so it's interesting. Uh, they've been gone. Our youngest has finally been gone since, and I say finally because I'm excited for him in his chapter in life, uh, August. And now when I go out to the trash, you know, to go put it out, I always lift it up and I'm thinking my trash is always going to be to the top. Now it's like barely a bag or so on the bottom. Right. Um, I, I switched to being a vegetarian a little over five months ago. So my wife and I are more in alignment kind of with what we're eating and, and how we're living. So we're making a lot less of a footprint. We're reducing our waste. And the one thing that I always want because of the way that I live is like, well, I want a new garbage can. Why can't I get a new garbage can? Now I've got a great service that can come and clean them. Because so, I that's the, the part that just is disgusting is that you're touching this thing and you were, you were describing it as they're filthy. Right. And now you look at it and you're like, well, you can have a sparkling clean garbage can. <laughs> so what's the name of your company? Ours is called Clean R Cans and that's the letter R. Kind of like Toys R Us. <laughs> so can people learn more about Clean R Cans and find out if it's available in their area by going to that website? Yes, they can. They can go to that website. There's a link to the ebook. There's a link to starting your own business. And um, are you offering people opportunities to partner up with you then and like uh, offer this in their area as well? Well, through our distributorship, we yep. um, can help them with a, a total turnkey package. I mean, they'll get like you even get the website and some graphics on your your rig and the whole thing. It, it's an amazing it's an amazing system. Now, I think I heard earlier you were a paramedic. I was for 13 years. So how different of a lifestyle is being a paramedic and cleaning your cans? And so I just... Well, not not as much adrenaline <laughs> by far, but it's awesome. I'm passionate about it. It's strange. I mean, I, I, I love shoes. I love getting dressed up, but I never in a million years thought I'd be passionate about trash cans than I am. So. No, it's awesome because... I, I think the service-based industry is, is necessarily the thing that everybody is, you know, the people start franchises. Uh, one of my good friends, Eric Van Horn, helps people kind of with the whole franchising model and then talking to you, talking to Joshua, talking to Tim Kroll, just talking to a lot of individuals out there who even my, my buddy Aaron Stokes runs a big thing around um, shop owners and helping shop owners and mechanics, you know, and helping to improve systems and services and to bring change to the industries. Because, you know, if you take your car into the, the automotive repair shop, the first thing you think of is how much is it going to cost me? And then there's all these, these unknown costs. And then the questions in your back of your mind are, you know, how much am I being ripped off? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I know every time I've used a can, uh, you know, cleaning service, it's, I think twenty twenty five dollars to have a garbage, you know, can cleaned. What what could people expect? Like, what's the price range for your your service? Yeah, um, the more frequent you get the service, so it's kind of like a a, a subscription type thing. Um, so there's monthly, quarterly, or one time. So monthly could be nine to you know twelve dollars, and and then depending on how many cans you want to add onto that, so it might be. 18 or something like that. 
and then quarterly around 35. So. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm excited that you're here today. We could talk a wealth about that, but I think we should talk about the thing that caused me to pause today. Uh, the hustle and grind lifestyle that so many people that they don't have to even be an entrepreneur, you know, they're living right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said in the beginning, and I think that, you know, uh, you know, what's your definition of success and, you know, it's being of service, right? There's a lot of that. Um, yeah, you run a service-based business, but there's something inside of you that is out there to bring change. Even like when you, in Australia, you sent your sister that your mission statement and it doesn't say anything about garbage can or cleaning services, mm-hmm. but there's something underneath there. And that's available to all of us because it's in all of us is this ability. But a lot of us are looking on the outside for something to fix the inside. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying there's anything wrong, but a lot of us are still looking for something on the outside to help the inside. And I, your whole, your whole purpose today, even being on the show and just the way you carry yourself is it's an inside out game. Let me take what's on the inside and share it with the world on the outside. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about where the the hustle and grind kind of lifestyle, maybe it's something you experienced. Maybe it's something that you've experienced with others where you find that kind of has led to burnout, some anxiety and family problems. Maybe, maybe you could share a story or something that you can replace names or, or people and places just to share kind of a little bit of that with us today. Cause I think it's really a powerful concept. <clears throat> sure. Well, when I first started the business, uh, like I said, I had the, the four-month-old and a two-year-old, and I mean, I was literally, you know, I mean, I'm nursing, and that takes a lot of energy, and like, literally, they zap you of everything when they're doing that, and here I was doing everything with this newborn business, and it was draining me of everything, and I'm a type A personality, and that, hey, if I'm going to, I'm going to get something done, I'm just going to charge at it, and don't tell me it can't be done. I will do it. And I'll just do what I have to do to make it happen. And I was trying to do all of that. And then one day my husband said, why do you even have this business? You're just angry all the time. And you know, that just pissed me off. So I said, um, so that over a few days I thought about it and, and I was like, why I am angry all the time. And why is that? Because I love being a mom Uh, It's not that I'm mad about that and I love the business. So why am I so angry? And I really had to break that down and just figured out that I was just trying to control everything. I just had to slow down. So I said, you know what, God, okay, I I believe this business will work. I believe people want it. And I'm just going to focus on my kids and this will just grow slower than I thought it would. I, I knew how to do a business. We had, I had helped him run his business for seven years. And um, so I was frustrated, you know, having to just not have the time and energy to focus on this right away. But I didn't give up. And now here we are, everything's happening. (laughs) I love it. When we, uh, when we stop fighting and we give, like I always say, if I can give up and get down on my knees and go up, everything I need is available. But you know, so many of us want to keep fighting. And I'm like, look, I tried that for so long until I came to the burnout. You know, I came to the point where I just threw my hands up in the air and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And when I did that, you know, on a person who doesn't drink, um, their, their shirts that say, you know, quitters never win. And I'm like, well, when I quit, I actually did win. I actually got a whole new life. And so I'm just a believer that somewhere along our journey, we're going to find the path that we are going to be on 
I mean, it's going to be his path. <laughs> um, it's just going to somehow think that it's you that did it. And I, I've just had to learn that I had to quit all of this and just, just say thanks. And that, that's what I want to do with you right now before we go to break is just say thank you, you know, for sharing. Cause you know, I think everybody's trying to get somewhere. There's nowhere to get. This is all just a, this is a test. We're just practicing right now. We're, we're practicing for the next chapter in life and uh, every single day, how we can be of service and your mom, um, a wife, you've, you've got, you know, a, a wonderful business and you're out there inspiring the world. You're bringing change, you're helping people, but it, there's something calming and, and peaceful about it. And I think that's the most important thing on this journey is to find calm and peace so that you can enjoy everything that's coming your way, right? All the blessings, um, everything that's going to be available to all of us sometimes is missed because we have our eyes pointed somewhere else and we're not in the direction. We're kind of like, oh, it's going over to the right. It's going over to the left. We're going to look up. We're going to look down. And you're just staying focused and taking one step in front of the other and heading down. And I just, I love the fact that you're here today to share and inspire. I mean, that's the whole reason behind the show, Be Fulfilled, the real stories behind success. I'm not here to ask you about your money, here to ask you about your life and what are you doing with this wonderful opportunity you've been given and how are you impacting the world? That's, those are the stories that I care to discuss with people is because that's really where I get lit up, where I get excited about um, what you're doing today. I mean, hey, I run a fulfillment business. You run a cleaning uh, can service. I mean, it's, they're, they're real sexy businesses behind the scenes, right? So, right. but what you're up to now that's inspiring. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And, uh, uh, and when uh, I just got to say, it's awesome. You're here. So don't go anywhere. You. you stick around. And when we come back, we're going to talk more and she's going to bring us all the way down into the fulfillment round. And I'm going to ask her some questions Maybe about like, what's the dirtiest can she ever saw when she cleaned and give me some really great stories or has she ever seen anybody like do something really tricked out to the garbage can? No, I'm going to ask her that. So many more <laughs> questions. So be sure to stick around. We'll be right back on the Be Fulfilled podcast show. Hey, while Tony takes a break, I figured we would get some interesting insight into some trash talk. Well, a different kind of trash talk. Pretty interesting conversation today, isn't it? But get this. On a daily basis, the United States produces enough trash to fill 63,000 garbage trucks. That's a lot of dirty trash cans. And when you think about it, keeping those trash cans clean, what a heck of an idea. Not just a good business idea, but when you realize the impact Edwina wants to have, in addition to just providing a good service. Pretty powerful. Now let's dive into more trash talk. Here's Tony and Edwina. All right, we are back on the Beef of Hill podcast show. Uh, you know what? We're having a good time today talking to somebody who decided, I don't know, paramedic one day, garbage can <laughs> cleaning service, seven years later, mother of two kids, been married, great husband, great support system, decided to, to unlock what she locked away uh, sometime earlier to actually turn it into a business. Love the fact that she wrote out her mission statement, her sister's over in Australia, sends it. It doesn't even have really anything to do about cleaning garbage cans. It has more to do about life and what she was put on earth to go do, be of service and help others and love one another. Um, it's all about helping and giving back. And I, I love the, the segment and the piece about old ladies and calling you up and saying, thank you. I don't have anybody. This, what you're doing, I'm disabled. This really is impacting me. Thank you so much. And then when I asked about price and she started talking, we've got all the packages, we got everything you need covered and we've got 
more stuff to give you to help you with ebooks and more. Uh, CleanRcans.com. Thank you, Edwin Adams, for being here today. I, I just got to tell you, it's fun to just have a conversation with you. You just got a, like a peaceful calmness about you, and I think that's just really refreshing in this day and age, especially being an entrepreneur because you're usually wound tightly and got to get deadlines and everything's across. So what stresses you out is my question out of the break. What, what causes you stress? Ooh, okay. Yeah, I do get stressed. Um, I am calm under pressure. I think that's what makes me a good paramedic. I mean, the, the, really the crazier it gets, I think the calmer I can get. But what stresses me out is um, things not being done in a timely manner, like when they should have been done or not done. That will just freak me out. <laughs> so that's when when, we when things don't go according to how they should. Are you are you somebody who who needs it today but it takes some time longer and then does that frustrate you? Cuz I'm like I you won't do it? Okay, let me do it. Slide over. Let me just take care of it. But I know yeah. that that is what's holding me back as well. Right. I have had to learn how to delegate. That that has been a hard thing for me and I'm there's still things I need to delegate out that I've not done that with. So, um, yeah, I don't want to say control freak, but that might, that might fit me a little bit. I don't know. So delegation, what types of systems are you using at your business to communicate and run your business? Slack, uh, what types of programs do you use to communicate? Well, you know, we, um, I kind of made some mistakes in the beginning and we spent a lot of money on things we didn't need and, I finally streamlined it to pretty much one uh, in that service autopilot. It works well for us. It, it, they use it on, um, it was built for lawn service, which kind of works like ours in that you have a lot of repetitive, like once you have a customer, you they repeat their service multiple times. So it really helps us with the routing and the uh, things like that, scheduling and routing, and as well as customer management. So, and then I have um, SendGem linked in there, which I love that. And pretty much that's it. I mean, I've got it. I've built out a lot of things within those programs. It took a lot of time to do, and I'm still building systems on that, but it works really well. And then you, you find time to, to jump on social media and build your network and enhance it. What have you found have been helpful resources for you for getting new customers, right? This day and age where we live that, you know, we can't be everywhere, but we can be everywhere with technology, right? So you can build lists, you can be a marketer, you can tap into LinkedIn, you can use SendGym to do radius bombs and drop around you, you can do that. What are, what are some things that have you found have been beneficial for spreading the message of what you do with the world? Yeah, social media has been amazing, especially because the business is in Texas and that's where I lived. And then a few years ago, we moved to Chicago for my husband to uh, actually go to grad school. He's now a, a children and family therapist. And, but when we moved up here, it was really hard. I had to learn how to run it from there. I had been the face of the company and now I wasn't there. And I didn't know if people were, were going to just think I was some outsider and not a local company. And, and I didn't want that. I really was connected to the to the company, to the um, community, and I knew a lot of people, and it's been amazing how I've been able to keep that connection with people all through social media and through our CRM and how I keep up with, with customers and video messages to them and things like that. 
Well, today we are talking to somebody very special, somebody who's figured out the cleaning service when it comes to cleaning your garbage cans. So cleanourcans.com, you can learn more. Talk a little bit about your ebook. What does your ebook entail? My ebook, I have to thank my uncle for inspiring me to write this. He's an amazing guy, my uncle Rick. So I had from the beginning, because we were one of the first companies and because I you know, was putting a lot of stuff out on social media, even in 2014, I had a lot of people calling me from all over the world saying, all over America saying, what is this you're doing? You know, somebody shared this and I'm up in, you know, Washington or I'm in Arizona or wherever they were. And um, they're like, why, how are you cleaning these trash cans? What are you doing? Do people really love it? And this is cool. And just would ask me a ton of questions. And I wanted to give as much information to these people as possible and I wasn't getting anything out of it, you know, but next thing I know, I, I'm just being bombarded by people calling me. And I have a lot of people saying, I've called other companies, you know, the, the few that I can find, but they won't talk to me. They won't really give me a lot of information. And um, I think because it was new, everybody wanted to keep quiet and didn't want to share, you know, because they were afraid of, I don't know what they were afraid of, but I mean, if I'm in Texas and you're in Arizona, I don't care. I'll tell you what I know. <laughs> Even if you're in another part of Texas, I would tell, tell them. And uh, so I, I got this reputation for being this person that would share my knowledge, but I was just, I didn't have the time to get back with everybody. So it was literally hundreds of people reaching out. So my uncle said, write an ebook and just sell it. And you're not wrong for selling that. You have good knowledge, good information, and you're telling them what you've learned and what didn't work what you found that does work and put it out there. So I did, I wrote it and um, you know, it's like a 19 page ebook and it's about trash cans. I didn't know I had that much knowledge <laughs> on a trash can. So the, in, in legitimately, I just talked to somebody who bought it the other day and I said, look, did you, uh, was it valuable? He said, Oh my gosh, extremely. And he was using it to put together a, um, a presentation. And I have, I've had people buy it twice to put presentations because they lost it the first time. And I reimbursed them actually. So I said, you don't need to buy it twice. I know you already bought it, but that that's flattering. So thank you for being honest and candid. And I love, I love reading when entrepreneurs, you know, some of them will, they'll do a flash sale or a discount today. And then tomorrow someone buys it and they write to them and say, Hey, you know what? The sale just ended yesterday. I still want to give you access to it at that discounted price, you know? I love when people do that because, you know, the reality is the internet is never turned off. It's always going and, you know, different times, different zones, everybody's kind of like doing their thing. And I love when people just say, Hey, you know what? Integrity is everything. Let me, let me just help. Let me help you. you know, don't worry about that. So what I want to do is say thanks. And I'm going to bring you into the fulfillment round. we got a couple more questions before we finish up today. Um, all I need from you is I'm going to play full out. I'm going to have some fun. I don't know the answer. I know, Tony, you need me to make it up. So I'll come along for the journey. Um, but the most important you need to tell me is I am ready. And then we'll go from there. All right. I'm ready. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend. No using the Google machine. No digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannicus. And I promise Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The Fulfillment Round brought to you by ShipOffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? All right, Texas to Chicago. Tell me something that you miss about Texas, 
Just something, maybe it's food, a place, something specific. We've been talking a lot about that around the house. Um, a good taco. T Chicago has amazing food, but we haven't ha found a good taco yet. <laughs> All right. Tell me something that every time you see it in Chicago makes you miss Texas. Uh, you know what? Seeing the unions picketing. <laughs> I've never in my life seen that in Texas. So it's a shock seeing it here. Wow. Now that, you know, you are in Chicago, your husband's, you know, running a, a new practice and, and, and doing his thing there. What, what are things that you enjoy doing now that, you know, your business is up and running and that you've got everything going on now that you it kind of sounds like there's a little bit of you're helping your husband too and, and encouraging him. And then you've got this great business and it sounds like, you know, with service autopilot and others, you've got some automation and some sequencing in there. And when your kids are at school, what do you like to do? What, what's, what's the thing for you? Um, you know, I, I'm not a big TV watcher or anything like that. So I, I like to work out and just put on some music and work out or just get out and window shop <laughs> or I'll just do some work. I actually love to work. So I'll sit down and focus on things that's hard to focus on with the family around. Are you a product of the 80s or 90s when it comes to music? Both. both. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So new edition one minute. And then Smash Mouth the next minute? Yeah, you know, some Rage Against the Machine, anything from Harry Connick Jr. to, to Rage. So. I love it. <laughs> really kind of a weird question. Some people make me stop for a minute and explain it again, but I'll, I'll say it the best I can. The world was coming to an end and all of us were basically going. And only a few people got a chance to be around. And they were walking through a cemetery and they, they stumbled across um, your tombstone. And uh, there was a date that you're born and a date that you passed. And the most important thing was the dash. It's the dash between these two. What would your dash read? What would you want the world to know about you? Well, um, I've never thought of this. Um, I guess that I loved others well. I like that. Just simple. Would you find yourself more likely to head to a yoga studio or find a quiet spot and meditate? Um, I like Pilates, so if we could re replace- We could throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. Pilates. How do you do uh, with meditation? Um, I do, for me meditation for me, it's really uh, prayer and just meditating on God's word and you know what, what that means in my life. And I try to do that daily, definitely. I, you know what? It's one of those things that I was, uh, I have a Peloton bike. And so when I get off the ride, they, they always ask me, would you like to stretch? And I've now been doing the next thing, which is meditating. And my days work better when I find myself just meditating. And uh, her name is, uh, it's Zen with Jen and it's 10 minutes. And I, I can give 10 minutes to anything. And I feel mm -hmm. so much better in those 10 minutes. I just afterwards, it kind of is like the little bit of the fuel um, I've already spent time in the word in the morning. So it's kind of like, it's my fuel. So I love, I love the fact that you're here today and you just shared. And then I've got a website for you. You can learn about your ebook there. Uh, we'll put all the links at TonyGrebmeyer.com. You can find uh, everything we need to know about you. But I want one last piece of something from you. And here it is. You kind of said that, you know, you were good to, towards others. What's a quote or something from the Bible that you marinate on like often for me, it's Gandhi be the change you wish to see in this world. That's the thing that I use often when I'm talking to somebody. 
What's something that is right there at the forefront when you're thinking about service? Well, I'm a quote junkie, as I think a lot of entrepreneurs are, but to keep you motivated. But what (laughs) resonates with me has been um, even a turtle can finish a race if he just never gives up. (laughs) So that's how I felt. I have felt like a turtle whenever that's not really who I am. I usually I'm just racing off to get it done. But I've had to be a turtle, but I haven't given up and I'm crossing the line. (laughs) Edwina Adams, thank you so much for just sharing and showing up and being a positive light today in a world that sometimes can be dark. And uh, it's been awesome. Um, I did. I I actually want one more question. Um, People come on the show all the time. uh, Not that anybody has a hidden agenda, but sometimes we get to the end of the show and they're like, wow, that's it. We're over so quick. Um, And I always say, hey, what was something maybe you're thinking about today that we would talk about that we didn't talk about? Um, I can't really think of anything. Just uh, if if the idea of a trash can cleaning service interests you, then check us out and see how we can help you get started. All right. Cleanourcans.com for all the details. You can learn about what's available in your area. You can get the ebook and so much more. My name is Tony Grubmeyer. No matter where you go, no matter what you do, just remember to choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. Forever.